。在这边呢，继续思想上帝以伟大的神奇妙救恩这个系列的信息。Brothers and sisters, let's continue on in our series, God's Righteousness, a Great God, Amazing Salvation. 今日嚟思想罗马书第一章十八到三十二节。Today let's look at our scripture found in Romans chapter one verses eighteen to thirty-two. 呢个题目是上帝愤怒。And our topic is the wrath of God. 嗱，呢首大声了解上帝愤怒是什么意思 ？First we need to understand what it means when we talk about the wrath of God. 呢真容易拿住上帝受气，因为上帝愤怒。Many times we mistakenly think that God is angry at us because He hates us. 所以上帝多发受气。That's why he's so angry with us. 其实上帝受气，因为上帝听，不是上帝恨。But in reality, God's wrath stems out of His love and not out of hatred. 上帝关心人。God is concerned about people. 上帝无爱人灭亡。And there is、uh, God has no desire for us to to perish. 上帝爱每一个人去天堂，无去对角。And、uh, and His desire is for all of us to be saved and to go to heaven. 所以彼得后书讲，上帝无爱一个人沉沦，爱万人拢得救。That's why in Second Peter,、uh, God said,、uh, Peter said that it is not God's desire for anyone to to、uh, to be doomed, but everyone to be saved. For example, if my son were to steal something and he would get caught, I would be very sad, but at the same time, I would be very angry. Why am I angry? Because I love him. And I feel so disappointed by what he did. If it were my congregation who was who were the one who stole. I would be very sad. Probably my anger wouldn't be that much. When we say God is angry, it is because He loves us and not because He hates us. Romans chapter one, verses eighteen to thirty-two, it tells us three things. God's wrath is revealed against ungodly and wicked people. 不敬不义人会受罪恶的权势所控制。The ungodly and wicked will be controlled by sin's power. 罗美广告不敬不义人脸上露面的结果是什么 ？And the last one talks about the ultimate end of those who are ungodly and wicked. 那我思想头一方面。Let's look at the first point. 关于上帝受基是下面的不。God's wrath is revealed against those who are ungodly and wicked. Look at chapter one, verses eighteen to twenty. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against the the godly godlessness and wickedness of people who suppresses the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, but because God has made it plain to them, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities. His eternal power and divine nature has been clearly seen, being understood from what has made, been made, so that the people are without excuse. Now, the first verse of the Bible says, "Concerning God's wrath, and the wickedness of those who suppress the truth." Says here in chapter one, verse eighteen, that the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all. The godlessness and wickedness of people who suppresses the truth by their wickedness. Now, this 
圣经哦，记住 main statement， 主要嘅陈述。This is the main statement of the whole passage。所以记住十九九、三十二则都是解释一则圣经。And from verses 19 to 32, it explains this statement。什么叫做不虔不义嘅人呢 ？What do we mean when we talk about ungodly and wicked people？ 不虔是对神，不义是对人。Ungodliness is against God. Unrighteousness is against man. 不简是宗教，不义是伦理。Ungodliness is about religion. Unrighteousness is about ethics. 不简是信仰，不义是行为。Ungodliness is about faith. Unrighteousness is about behavior. 所以不简的人是无以上帝，最上帝。Those who are ungodly, they do not place God or revere God as God. 在有无上帝，但是无敬拜伊，无荣耀伊。They know there is a God. They know who God is. But they refuse to worship nor revere him. Because in their heart, it is their desire that there is no God. Because if there is no God, that they can do whatever they want. Those who are unrighteous are those people who refuse to to conform to the moral standards. Every day we look at the newspaper. Or you look at your internet. We see news about murder. We see news about uh, uh, about thief, about people stealing things, or about people uh, committing sexual crimes, etc. That's why God's wrath is upon those who are ungodly and wicked. 这里记得，上帝不是爱伊灭亡，上帝是关心伊，上帝爱伊悔改。Remember, it is not God's desire for them to perish, but it is God's desire for them to be saved. So, the so these are the people who suppresses the truth by their wicked ways. This, uh, this passage will explain those who, uh, what, what it means to be ungodly and wicked. These are the people who suppresses the truth. They suppress the truth. Just like we have this bowl that uh, is inflated bowl that we uh, we forcefully press under the water. Because we know if we just let go, then the bowl would float up. But with all all our might, we push it down. Those who are unrighteous and those who are wicked, they forcefully suppress the truth. But, the, but Paul said they have no way of fully suppressing it. Why? In verse 19. Because what may be known about God is plain to them because God had made it plain to them. What does this verse mean? It means that God had already revealed His desire. And his wishes to man. And God's desires clearly stated for all of us to know. So all of us have heard the voice of God. Sometimes when a parent speaks with their child, or the wife would speak to the husband, most of the time, it's like they have not heard a word. So, That's why there are conflicts that are happening. One of, the, one of them would say, I, I told you so, and, one of, and the other would just want, no, you didn't. 
有功还是无功啊 ？Whether it was stated or not， 有功但是听无落去。But the reality is， somebody said it， but you have not heard it。其实教会是同款啊。The same with the church。我上帝讲得里面已经报告了真侪拜咯。Many times we have made our announcements here on the pulpit。但是的教会会有讲。But I'm sure there will be members in the congregation will say we have never heard such an announcement. But Paul said, "He said, 对宗族提得以来啊，上帝引领及上帝神神仙是明明通知呀。虽然目前未看到，但这个所创造物件就明明知呀，叫人无可推诿。For since the creation of the world." God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, has been clearly seen, being understood from what has been has been made, so that the people are without excuse. God had already spoken to the people, and everyone in the whole world had heard it. So, that's why everyone knows that there is a creator. He is a righteous God. He is a creating God. There is no excuse for anyone. You know the word. The phrase "without excuse" appeared twice in the book of Romans. The first time is here in Romans 1:20. It was spoken to those who are Gentiles. In chapter 2, verse 1, it was repeated. Without excuse. Without excuse. Now it was spoken to the Jewish people. Regardless of Whether you're a Gentile or a Jew, it means the whole world. So everyone in the whole world had heard the voice of God. There is no excuse for you to say I have not yet heard the voice of God. A lot of times people would ask. Our ancestors have never heard the gospel. They have not heard the gospel. That's why they are doomed. That's why they say it's so unfair. No. No. God had already spoken to the hearts of each individual. Every man has heard the voice of God. Even those who have not yet heard the gospel. In their heart, they knew that there is one Creator, there is one God. Without excuse, there is without excuse. It is not like we don't know there is a God. Our choice not to hear or not to listen to the voice of God. So this is none of our choice. That is our choice. So in Titus chapter three, verse eleven. That's why. That's why in Ecclesiastes three, verse eleven. You 讲上帝创造万物，间其实杂最美好，将永生放在世界人的心里面。He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. 只有人的内心有受到永生。Only those, uh, only the human heart. Has eternity in it. Only human beings can think about what will happen after life. Because God has placed eternity into our hearts. Without excuse. We are without excuse. This is the first thing. The second. The ungodly and wicked will be controlled by sin's power. Look at verses 21 to 23. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. 
Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. You know when it's our choice not to hear the voice of God? When we choose not to believe that there is a God, they would be controlled by sin's nature. That's why this is something that's frightening. That's why there are so many strange and rebellious things that are happening in this world. This, the world is filled with violence. Look at the young people right now today, their, their, their fashion choice, the way they uh, they dress the way they uh, do their hair. I'll show you some pictures. This is their fashion right now, their hairdo. You find it strange. These are even stranger. Probably some of the young people will say, Pastor, you're very old-fashioned. Today we are living in the modern times. No, I'm not old-fashioned. I'm not old-fashioned. You know one time, this, this is a, a long time ago, my, my daughter said to me that uh, she would dye her hair. She wanted her hair to be green. When I heard it, I wasn't angry. I was trying I was trying to see what she would do. But she, she went ahead and, and uh, did it anyway. So it was only the last few inches of her hair that was dyed green. And I said, okay, it looks okay. It doesn't look strange. But in reality, the problem is not whether you dye your hair whatever color you like. It is what you do, the values that you had, the, the motives that you have in doing such a thing. The world is trying to convey this frightening message. There's no God and I will do whatever I please to do. That's why it's so frightening. But if when a person does not put God in his proper place, his thinking will be very confused and very chaotic. And the way he thinks, the, the, the way he, uh, he reasons, it will be very, very uh, chaotic. He will lose a sense of direction. He will think of himself as wise, but in reality, he's a fool. Look at this world. We are facing so many crises. Isn't it because we humans think that we are wise, but in the reality we are not? That's why there, uh, we see so much pollution in our in our environment. You know, it's so polluted right now that it's affecting our health. 
Humans have destroyed nature. And they think that they are very brilliant or intelligent. You see the weapons of uh, the weapons people use to kill people, it's becoming more and more advanced and frightening. You know they have already made bullets that can travel uh, that can kill you from a distance of one kilometer and you wouldn't even know what, what killed you. We have seen the advancement in weaponry and we have seen more and more methods being invented to kill people. We think we are wise, but we are really fools. We are destroying ourselves. In, in our ethics, a lot of us uh, experts are trying to reduce the sense of guilt of human beings. They're trying to, to say to you, it's not your fault. This is the problem of your family. It's a problem of society. It's a problem of this world. At the end, the world is becoming more and more chaotic. Because every time there's something wrong, it's the mistake of other people. We think we are wise, but we are really fools. In our faith, in our belief, God had already placed eternity in our heart. That's why we know there's a God, there's this concept of God in our heart. But we have refused to worship God as God. And we have refused to listen to the voice of God. That's why in our polluted Way of reasoning, we create our own God. That's why we change, we create these unnatural gods. We create humans as, and we revere them as God. And we have revered animals as God. You know, there's a Chinese uh, uh, deity called Guan Gong. Guan Gong was a character from the three countries or three nations in, in China. You know, when Guan Gong died, he didn't even know that he was revered as a god. In the future, if by chance you meet this person, you revere him as god, he would be, find it strange. And we, the, the Chinese even worship a monkey king. In fact, monkey king is a fictional character from a book. There's no such uh, a being that exists. That's why, but in, in the human, uh, uh, in the, their human reasoning, they just worship that monkey king as a god. So That's why they made this uh, a being that shouldn't be a god and they revered them as god. Why is, why is it so? Because after we have uh, we have been separated from God, 
及住一个群社已经控制人啦。Sin and the power of sin is controlling us。人嘅善事拉拉拉败坏。We our heart is becoming more and more wicked。人嘅善事，人就拉拉拉对信仰里面无理性。It's like more and more we are no longer sensitive nor desiring。Our faith. Look at this person. Look at this person. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. This is the world's most brilliant physicist. He was one of the most brilliant physicists in the world. I know that this person does not worship animals or any other beings as God. But he publicly made an pronouncement that he does not believe that there is a God. Why? Because in terms of faith, our reasoning has already lost a direction. And the way we think has already been controlled by sin. The third, Paul is reminding us. The ultimate end of the ungodly and the wicked. Now, these nine verses, it's trying to convey to us a very important message. When we choose to believe that there is no God, we are being controlled by sin. And what will be the 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 final product of it? Look at these nine verses. Three times a same word was appeared. God gave them over. In verses 24, 26, and 28. In the English it says God gave them over. This is a word that's being used in wedding. You know when there's a when there's a wedding. Cut short, cut short. Oh, the the Wagons is 老辈将这个新娘看进来。It's more more often than not in other countries. It was a it's a father of the bride who would give away the bride. 这个主持婚礼牧师的头前等伊。And the officiating minister would wait for them in front. So when they march to the front, the officiating minister would ask, "Who is the one who is who brought the the bride?" Uh, to the front. So this And the father would say, "I am." And he would be the one to give over. This bride to the husband. Ah, this is to give over. So this is giving over. He says, "From this day on, I'm giving my daughter over to you. You have to watch over her." Seems to be that my responsibility as a father ends here. And your responsibility as the husband begins here. In Romans chapter one, verses twenty-four to thirty-two, tells us a very important thing. God has given us over to the power of sin. If you refuse to worship God as God, God will give you over to sin. 
it's not uh, the, the purpose of this is not to punish you but for you to have repentance because when a person is in bondage under sin they would be tormented by the power of sin it's only then that they will seek to cry out to God for salvation and it's for our sake that's why God has given us over to sin but there are orders in this giving over and it's becoming more and more serious look at the first one the first kind of giving over God gave them over to idolatry look at verses 24 and 25 therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their heart to sexual impurity for, degra for the degrading of their bodies with one another they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised amen you know, we in our heart we worship God. We want to worship but God. But if we refuse to worship the God who created us, instead we worship created things. God will give you over. You know, in India there's about twelve. Billion people. 1.2 billion, billion rather. 1.2 billion people. You know how many gods they have? So there are 30 million gods, official gods in India. Sure. Of course, these are recorded, so it's not really the actual number. In fact, there was a joke going around saying that the gods in India surpasses the population of India. Because in India, everything is a god. Animals are god. Trees are god. Even the rocks are god. But it's in reality it's similar to China. Because in China they believe all the heavens are filled with gods and Buddhas. Maybe you say their their uh, cultural uh, level is very low. They're they're not advanced, they are uneducated. But that's not the truth. You know, IQ has nothing to do with your level of education. But it, uh, idolatry has something to do with your spiritual caution. It's a problem of your, the way you like or do you live. All of us are educated today. So a lot of us, most of us rather, do not worship animals as God. We don't worship dogs, uh, cats, or cows. But you know, in 1970, a new kind of movement called the New Age Movement. In fact, New Age Movement is another form of idolatry. They don't outrightly worship idols. They don't worship human beings nor animals. But they use other things uh, 
as their God. Their, their theory is very simple. So everything that exists here has a divine nature. So that's why there's an there's a uh, power uh, there's energy in everything. So energy. There's energy there in the in the tree. Divine energy in the rocks. So energy, power. So they have to absorb all these energies as their power. Because in the future we will become God. And the things that they love the most are crystals. That's why you see people having a lot of crystals at home. Even a lot of Christians have have placed crystals in their homes. Of course, if it's for decorative purposes, I have no problem with it. But if you think that all these crystals will add to your energy, then you have to be careful. You place a big or a huge crystal in the middle of your home. So all of us will become uh, will become healthy. COVID-19 COVID has no power over that crystal. That's not true. This is not true. But why is it that people want to engage in such practices? Just one true God, yet we refuse to worship Him, and we want to worship all these strange things. Paul said, because God gave them over. God gave them over to the desires of their heart. They worship whatever they want. That's why they are there to fulfill and to, to fulfill the desires of their sinful nature. This is the first thing. But if you refuse to repent and continue on in this path, the second giving over will happen. God gave them over to their lust. Look at verses 26 and 27. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and, and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Fifty years ago, if we are to explain this, a hundred percent, probably a hundred percent of all who are present would agree that this is talking about homosexuality. But since the sexual uh, revolution that's happening, the right, same-sex marriage. Uh, same marriage that's happening right, that, right so now, uh, the theologians are trying to come up with a new explanation. They're saying that this doesn't talk about homosexuality. Because being being homosexual is something that's inborn. This is not a problem of sin. But, uh, for example, I'm a male. But in my heart, I don't feel like I am a male. So when I look at women, I, I, I feel no attraction. There's no reaction from me. 
But when I see men, I find a reaction. I have a reaction. This is not a problem of my sin. Because I was born this way. Dear church, there's no way for you to prove whether being homosexual, homosexual is something that's inborn or not. Whether through science or through medical uh, theories, there's no way to prove this. Just imagine when we say something that is inborn. You would find it when you draw blood. For example, if you're born diabetic, maybe because your parents are, are diabetic, so you inherited it. Once you go to the laboratory, they'll find out immediately. So it's whether through science or through medicine or medical field, there's no way to prove that this is inborn or not. But the, the main focal point here is not really focusing on the, these homosexual acts. Rather, Paul uses these acts as an example. What was Paul trying to say here? God created the world with kind of order and it's bound by certain laws. For example, in uh, terms of uh, uh, philosophy, there are there are law, there are natural laws. You cannot just uh, exchange or, or 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 take away the order of these laws. Because if not, then uh, you would you would harm yourself. gravity, just like gravity. If we are to hold a cell phone then just, just let go, then we will destroy that phone. This cell phone will not float on air. Because there's gravity, it will be, it'll be pulled down. Just like if you go to the, the garden or to the balcony, if you jump down, you most uh, in all reality you'll be injured because you cannot fly because this is a problem of gravity if you place your hand inside a flame your hands will get burned because this is a natural law created by God here Paul cited an example in, in the views uh, in the side of sex. Why? During the Roman Empire, homosexuality is a very common problem. It was very common for them to engage in such practices. That's why Paul said. The, the women ex exchanged their natural desires for unnatural ones. That's the same way male has already had already exchanged their natural desires for unnatural ones. This is not in accordance with the natural law created and an order created by God. 
high school 嘅時候 ，high school 啊。When we were in high school， 咱讀物理學即係 physics 嘅時候 ，When we talk about physics， 我所知你讀到即係真基本嘅理論啊，你冇 ？I'm sure we have known this very 啊、uh, very basic theory。同性嘅物件互相排斥，异性嘅物件互相吸引。It's the law of、uh, of attraction and、uh, and and opposites will repel。所以你讲即两个面咧，你若讲比比上嘅，再死未对落去啊，那相反嘅连落去。When something is of similar poles, they will repel. When something is of opposite poles, then they would attract each other. 这是上帝创造嘅物件嘛 ？This is something that God created. 相反 ，the same way. 哪咩？看到女的，啊，自然的吸血互相吸引。That's why it's natural for a man to be attracted to a woman。男的甲男的互相啊排斥。And men would not have any any attraction, should not have any attraction to fellow men。这是上帝创造这个世界，这个真特别的这个这个 law， 这个 law， 这个这个律法啦。This is a law created by the Lord for us。教会。Your church。咱得干唔是？针对着同性恋嘅人 ，OK？ We are not here trying to persecute or or to point out those who are homosexual。同性恋嘅人啊，唔是比咱更加罪、更加多罪嘅人。And they are not greater sinners than we are。咱都是罪人啊。All of us are sinners。只不过保罗点住，这个情况是真真真严重，所以保罗特特别提出来。It's only because during that time it was so prevalent. In the time of Paul, that's why he pointed this out. Just think about this. In today's world, there's this man who wants to have sexual relationship with several women. This is not a natural relationship. That's not God's plan when He created us. Or a woman would. Would want to have a sexual relationship with many men. This is not something. This is not something natural for a woman. For the world today, they will say this: your freedom of、uh, sexual freedom. I'm saying I'm not. I'm saying this is not freedom. This is depravity. 到来嘅后果是非常嘅严重。And the the product of it will become very serious。但系其实这段圣经嘅重点，我是讲情欲嘅问题，即个 desire。But here the 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 passage here is talking about our desires。Desire 这个字真好啦。The word desire is very good。这个字哦是叫做 neutral， 无好无坏啊。The word desire is neutral in 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 itself。因为每一个人我都有这么嘅欲望，大家都有啊。All of us have a desire。咱有食嘅欲望，吼。We desire to eat。咱有性嘅欲望。We have desire for sex。咱有困嘅欲望。We have desire to sleep。这是正常嘅呀。These are natural desires。但是欲望的确按照上帝规律来发生。But our desire should be in accordance to the order set by the Lord。那唔是这个 desire 变做情欲变做 lust。If not, then our desires will become lust。别讲别讲。For example。你覺得 ice cream？ You see an ice， you see ice cream。哇！你真愛食。And you love ice cream。但是你嘅理性同你講。But your mind will tell you。哎，你唔中意食啦。You cannot eat。今日你唔中意食啊 ？Why can't can't you eat that ice cream？ 你嘅糖尿病是鬼啊，家人啊 ！Because your 
your your sugar level, your blood sugar is very very high. If you consume it, it will not be good for you. But when your desire overcomes your reasoning, you you just disregard your reasoning. You continue eating it. We call it lust. You understand what I'm trying to say? For example, as husbands, we need to remain faithful to our wife. You know it. There's this very sexy woman that came to that came to approach you. Your mind will tell you. No. If you go this path, you'll destroy yourself and you'll destroy your family. But you refuse to to heed your reasoning. So you have a sexual relationship with that woman. We called it lust. The end? You destroy your reputation. You, you have destroyed your ministry. Even your family. Paul is saying something very important here. When we choose to depart from the Lord, God would give you over to your idols. If you refuse to repent, God would give you over to your lust. So you'd be controlled by your lust. You'd find it very difficult. Hopefully, cry out to God, give me, give me. And hopefully, you'd cry out to God for help. But if you refuse to cry out to God for help, the third giving over would happen. God will give them over to do what ought not to be done. Look at uh, chapter 1, verse 28. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind. So they do what ought not to be done. What do we mean when we say doing what the things that we ought not to do? And from verses 29 to 31, Paul uh, pointed out 21 things. Let's just read it once. Wickedness, evil, greed, depravity, envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice, gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful, invent ways of doing evil, disobey their parents, and have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. All of these are things we ought not to do. But most important can be found in verse 32. Although they, they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they didn't. They not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. You know it's wrong. Not only are you doing it, what, what is wrong, but you invite people to join you in doing it. These are the things we ought not to be doing. A few years ago, we see this uh, black violence, black power movement happening in, in, in Hong Kong. Because 
all these young people came out wearing black shirts. And they destroyed so many things in Hong Kong. They destroyed the subway in Hong Kong. They destroyed the traffic lights in Hong Kong. They destroyed the banks. They destroyed storefronts. Majority of them were students and young people. But what's even frightening here, you know who's uh, who's doing it? And a lot of them were ordered by their professors and teachers to do it. It was the teachers and professors who encourage the young people to destroy things and properties in Hong Kong. Of course, there's, there are problems with the Hong Kong government. But are these the right solutions to such a problem? But God gave them over to do whatever they want to do. Their church. This is the depravity of human beings. We are being bonded in bondage of sin. That's why the gospel is here for such people. Only the gospel can change and transform the hearts of people. Only the gospel can transform the lives of sinners. Your church. We exist to make God known and His gospel known. Remember this uh, this sentence. Sharing the gospel is our responsibility. Saving sinners is the work of the Holy Spirit. Dear church, we cannot save people. It is the Holy Spirit who saves people. But our responsibility is to preach and to share God's gospel to other people. So go and make disciples. That's why Jesus said, go and make disciples. May the Lord help us. That our church, uh, Christian Bible Church of the Philippines will become a gospel sharing church, a disciple making church. May the Lord speak to each one of you. Let's pray. Dear God, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this powerful reminder, Lord, that we have sinned and we have sinned so grievously against you by, by not worshipping you, Lord, as, as God, by um, refusing to listen to you and your voice, Lord, by refusing to submit ourselves to your law and to your orders, Lord. We have made the things that are natural for us and we exchange them for unnatural things, Lord. Please forgive us, Lord, as we repent and confess of our sins, Lord. From this day on, help us, Lord, to submit to you, to submit to your law, to submit to your orders, Lord that we live a life that will glorify your name. We live a life that will make you known, Lord. Amen. Help us as a church to make you known and to make disciples so that we can transform not only our lives, but the lives of other people so that all of them will live the way you want us to live, Lord. Amen. This is our prayer with thanksgiving in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you.